You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for the show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Villalock. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Bill Crawford. Bill has been a longtime leader of IEC, a founding member of the IEC Foundation, and former president of Crawford Electric in the beautiful state of Florida. I could go on and on about Bill forever and excited to talk with him today so we can all hear more about his story. Bill, I'd like to welcome you to the IEC podcast show, The Electrical Current. Well, Spencer, I'm glad that, uh, and I'm glad that I can be a part of this. I'm, uh, really appreciate the fact that you would include me into this, uh, uh, program and I'm ready to talk anything you would like to ask me. Sounds great. Well, we would be remiss if we didn't include you because you've been a, a strong fabric for the Marishop Electrical Contracting Industry for, for decades, um, and, and been a strong leader of, of everything that we fight for in, uh, in IEC. So, so thank you for taking your time to, to share that with us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's let's start way back. Um, tell tell us a little bit about um, how you got your start in the trade bill, and, and you know maybe where you grew up and things like that. Spencer, let me tell you, I, I can go uh, way back. <laughs> but, let's do it. Uh, I won't I won't try to go too way back, but I will go back because it all started around uh, in my early years, Spencer, in Miami, mm-hmm. Florida. That's where I was raised, and uh, mm-hmm. I was always had a curious thing about. Uh, Electricity, you know, back in those days we had what we call a drop, uh, hang mm-hmm. down the middle of the lighted uh, room from the ceiling on a piece of electrical cord and above and in a socket with a pull chain on it. And uh, that was about what I would, every time I would see the light turned on, I would wonder how all this happened. And it uh, mm-hmm. just really bugged me over the time to try to figure the thing out. And it just uh, was one of those things in life. And, uh, and I don't know, and uh, I went on to school. Mm-hmm. And I got out of elementary school in about uh, 1940. Uh, the war, I guess, it was beginning to begin World War II. Yes, it was. And I got into, uh, <clears throat> went through my elementary part and was going to start into high school. I did start there, but I heard about it, Spencer. Uh, someone told me about that they had started a program in Miami, and uh, they took a building that was going to be a school, and they turned it into a vocational high school. And uh, explain that and define what it is. What they said is they needed tradespeople and uh, different trades, and they would have a half a day of the regular subjects that we would take in a regular high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, they would do that. And then the afternoon session would be what they called the shop or the training session part. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, they offered such things. They offered uh, mine is what I was interested in, electricity, and uh, they had to. Uh, Oh, welding and different things like that. All kinds of tradesmen, carpenters, mm-hmm. uh, plumbers, that type of thing. Automobile mechanics. And But anyway, the trade school interested me, and I went down to check on the school and uh, did find out that, yes, I would be able to go. But there was a <clears throat> there was a certain fee uh, involved with that, and it uh, was not much. Really, it was a $25 fee uh, mm-hmm. per uh, quarter, and uh, I had come home and talk to my mother about it and back in those days I'm sure you you know back in that, those days it was money was scarce with everybody and oh, you on yeah. so my mother said she didn't much think that uh, she would be able to do that 
And so I told, went back and told my man at the uh, technical, it was called Technical High School of Miami. Okay. Uh, some of the older folks that listen to this might remember that. But anyway, yeah. said, don't worry about it, Bill. We have a group of contractors, electrical contractors, who will pay your fee, and they will give you a little tool pouch with a pair of pliers, pair of clients, they called them in those days, huh. yeah. screwdrivers, and a uh, little testing, a uh, little uh, Higgins tester. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, different things like that that you need, and they will provide that for you. And uh, don't you worry about a thing. You just come on down and be ready to go and and get into school and let's get going with it. Well, well it was really great uh, to start with. We were all naturally something new like that. You didn't know mm-hmm. where to turn next, but uh, we began to see that uh, yes, the regular subjects like uh, mathematics, uh, English, mm-hmm. uh, history, and things like that that you would study in a high school, that would be in the morning, and then in lunchtime after that we'd go into the shop, and we had a little run, one whole bi- uh, floor that was built up like a building, like a room, you would be wiring a room. Mm-hmm. And back in those days in Miami, see, uh, Spencer, uh, in Miami, it's been oh, all the way back many years, yeah. uh, that you had to, you couldn't use Romex, you had to use EMT or conduit yep. outside. And right. so they taught us, they began to teach us how to bend the EMT, yeah. and how to Nail the boxes, 1900 boxes on the wall, and how to do certain things like that, and how wow. to pull the wire in. But each thing was, uh, you were taught by an instructor who was a, an electrician, and he was a very uh, nice man, and they will forget his name. All these After all these years, Mr. Richard Canfield was a mm-hmm. very good teacher for us. He would have a lot of patience with us as he explained things, and he would talk wow. to us about the, the, the things to do, the code. They gave us a little hand, handbook code book. So we studied that, and <clears throat> oh, I was in my, I was in, I was, I was so glad because I was into something. I had all this curiosity about it. Things were yeah. beginning to be explained to me how this all yeah. happened, and yeah. I was being taught a part so that I could be a part of constructing these things to do that in my future. Oh, I just thought it was something. Else. And then wow. what, what was going on? And we went through that in uh, 1942. Was when that was. Mm-hmm. And we went on for a couple of years, and uh, then in 1940, end of 1944, I was 17 years old then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I decided I'd learned quite a bit. I, in fact, we had learned really a lot of things. Uh, theory, we'd learned terminology, bolts, amps, mm-hmm. resistance, Ohm's law, <laughs> um, yeah. circuits. We learned all that, but I uh, had the um, information in my, that I could as I took the test, I decided that I would join the Navy uh, at 17 years old if I could get my right? mother to sign for okay. me. Yeah. I did, and yeah. so we went on into the Navy, and when they took the aptitude test in the boot camp, it mm-hmm. seems that I knew all the terminology, and I come out on top of the No kidding. Class because, wow. Wow. Because I knew things, and I, yeah. I didn't know that much about electricity then. Well, I did, did know quite a bit, but I was not certainly not a... Journeyman or Master Electrician, by the way. Right, right. But I knew the wording, and the instructor yeah. that had given me that exam said, well, Bill, where did you learn all these things? They just couldn't get over how it was. But anyway, yeah. Spencer, yeah. we went through boot camp and got on out, and they sent me out to uh, California, and I got on a, a ship and went to Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. and that's when I was transferred to a minesweeper. Wow. And this was uh, uh, was in, in, back into 44, 45 by then, mm-hmm. and uh, the early... the the European war was about over, and those things were happening in the Pacific, and I was assigned to a minesweeper there, and I wow. went aboard the minesweeper, and 
they told me that I would be I would be called a striker. It would be what we call an apprentice now. Okay. I was a striker or a fireman, uh, mm-hmm. electrician, mm-hmm. and they taught me different things. And so the chief took me in the engine room. That's where we'd be working around the generators and motor. Uh, uh, mine sweep is a diesel electric type ship. It's only a small mm-hmm. ship. It's 120, 130 foot long and about 40 foot wide and a uh, small crew of about 80 people. It's a, but we uh, cleaned the mines out of the harbors and things. That was our job. But anyway, I'll tell you this. It might add something a little funny to my yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, the chief got me in front of all these big panel boards uh-huh. and uh, he began to say, now Bill, you do this from the uh, captains up, up, up on the deck up there. They would send you a message of how fast the uh, engine should go as a diesel electric. Mm-hmm. We were to bring the uh, RPM up and reverse when they called for it. And he, the more he talked, right. the more uh, am I use the term afraid. <laughs> uh-huh. I got because they were talking over kind of something that I couldn't quite grasp that I could do those things. I understand. I said, chief, I, just, I pat him on. I said, Chief, I don't believe I'm going to be able to do this. He said, you're going to do it, Bill. Don't you worry about you're it. You're going to do it, yeah. <laughs> He said, you see that red phone hanging right there? He said, uh, mm-hmm. that goes right to my cabin. And he said, uh, but i tell you right now, I don't like to be called. <laughs> so that took care of the calling of the chief. But he turned patted me on the back and he said, uh, now, Bill, let me tell you. He said, you know, we'd be in minefields. And with the message they give you from the bridge, if it's reverse flank or forward flank, that means or stop, whatever whatever they tell yep. you, that's what yep. they want. They spotted some mines. Anyway, he said, and then he, and I'll finish this part of the conversation. He said, now, Bill, you're going to be, remember what I told you now. Whatever they tell you from the bridge, you better do. If you don't, you're going to blow us all to hell and back. (laughs) You might see a mine. And if we didn't, we didn't function right. Oh, that's really, this uh, 17 year old boy. You're 17. um, Yeah, you're a 17 year old young man. Yeah. But um, anyway. Live with that. uh, Live with that. Huh? Yeah, it's a lot on your shoulders we, at a young age. We were down in the Pacific, and our first stop was at Okinawa was the last uh, wow. island to fall in. And after that was the mainland. Everybody was talking about that we'd be part of the mainland invasion. And yeah. we had, yeah. was down to Marshall Islands practicing each day for the things right. that we would do to invade the mainland. And meantime, yeah. I had learned some things, and I got to where I felt real good. We stood four-hour watches, eight hours off and four hours on watch in the engine room. And... Uh, I got at ease with it after a while, and it was just a you know something that I could do, and I felt good with it, and uh, went on with that. And uh, then all of a sudden, we got word that the bomb had been dropped, the atomic bomb, and we were ordered yeah. to go towards Hiroshima. In fact, our ship yeah. was in a group in Montreal for the eight ships really? in a group, and wow. they uh, I was in a group that we swept out the harbor in the sections right of Hiroshima. Yeah. And they were wow. part of that atomic bomb. But anyway, Spencer, I spent another couple of years in the Navy and uh, learned a lot about shipboard uh, electricity and mm-hmm. things like that. And in the meantime, I was studying uh, code books and things that I could get yeah. to study in my spare time. Now, that took care of the early time. And uh, back home uh, in 1945, and I decided uh, I went to work at a uh, found a shop in the union shop there that was hiring mm-hmm. the boys mm-hmm. coming back and they would give us a second rating they give us a second year rating which gave us a little bit more money because of our time in the service in the service and we right. were helpers yeah. and then uh, just moved right along with that and enjoyed studying and just studying all the time everything I could study and uh, went 
work as in the helper. And by that time, they were wiring a lot of homes in all over this country. GI sure, homes, they call sure. Them. Yeah, and everybody coming back, starting families. Yeah. Hundreds of people coming yeah. back. So uh, wow. we, uh, I got a lot of experience on that and other things. And I was studying for my journeyman's exam, mm-hmm. and uh, I passed that. Uh, about, uh, I guess, 47, uh, 48, something like that, mm-hmm. and stayed on, got married in 1952, enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, enjoyed studying. And electricity was something I really, that I could really just see it more, and I could think back. Yeah. I used to think about it when I was young and yeah. how much I'd learned, and I'd, I really tried to apply myself good, Spencer, so I could move mm-hmm. along with this. And uh, right. married in 1952, and... Went along, keep studying and doing the thing, working each day as a journeyman electrician. And uh, uh, in 1960, I began to think about, uh, well, before that, I was going to try to pass my uh, state exam. Mm-hmm. And in 1960, I did pass the uh, state uh, uh, contractor's exam, certified mm-hmm. uh, contractor in the state of Florida. In Florida. And so okay. we, my wife and I, in 1960, opened the Crawford Electric Company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and from that, we started very small. We didn't have much money to start with, but we mm-hmm. knew what we wanted to do. We both had, a, had our goals, and uh, we started out very small. And being from Miami and knowing a lot of people, I was able that a lot of people would give me work and uh, help me with that. And uh, I was people would, would very generous to call me and offer me jobs and things like that. So anyway, Spencer, I don't want to move too fast without you talking yeah. something with me, but I, no. I've, talked, I've tried to I bring it. you up to date from where I started as a little boy and up to where I went to war and that's come back, and now I'm back in the civilian life, and I'm yeah. getting married and moving on that point. Now, can I, yeah. anything you'd like to break in and talk to me about it? I'm I'm loving it, Bill. This is great. This is great. <laughs> it, it, it's it's fascinating. We we could dive in on a lot of stuff, but, and I, I, I knew that you'd served uh, in World War II, but, but yeah. I didn't realize, yeah, as, as a minesweeper, and yeah. Yeah, that that you'd started off there in Pearl Harbor, and then eventually ended up you know, on the on the the small convoy uh, mine sweeping that went back over to Japan and Hiroshima after after the bomb was dropped. Yeah, and then part of Nagasaki. Yeah. yeah but did, what was what was that like? I mean, did did you how did you feel as a young person? Um, you know, you, you have the responsibility and 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 and. Uh, that, that again, yeah, that was placed on your shoulders, and, and knowing, you know, to control the, the speed, the throttle, and, and the different direction, um, and but that's a tremendous amount of responsibility that that uh, for for a young person to kind of comprehend. You, you, yeah, how, how did that feel, or was it natural to you? Were you were you born a natural leader to be able to take on that, those responsibilities? Do you feel or? Might be some to, of that, Spencer. But you're yeah. when, when you're in the military, you assign things to do it. You're told that, uh, just like the chief told me, I know he told in a joking way that uh, we might hit one of those mines and we'd all blow the hell and back. And yeah. that was a kind of a joke, but it stuck with me. But I knew my duties, and yeah. each man on each man person on that minesweeper. Now, they had a lot of these little minesweepers. A group would be eight to ten minesweepers in the group. Okay. And we yeah. would put those cables out the back and cut the mines loose, and uh, then mm-hmm. a demolition ship would follow us up, and they would... Uh, destroy that mine and but uh the danger we all had and when the war got over with the war was through but mm-hmm. then we discovered our job had just started of cleaning those harbors out around japan because yeah. we, we were not offered any charts or anything we just had to go you might say cold turkey right in that yeah go blind we did go blind and so wow 
we were told, we were we were all reminded every day that we were in a dangerous situation, but it was nothing compared to something. Uh, Spencer, I will say that I had a brother. It was he's still living, by the way, at 95 mm-hmm. years old. But yeah. he went through uh, the Philippines with McCarthy as a tank operator. Oh wow! And was yeah. wounded a few times. So when we think back on my one of my buddies in mm-hmm. Miami was killed in the World War Two and. So when I think back on that, it was danger everywhere, and ours was just a part. And ours began to say, we used to say, the crew, we'd talk about it every once in a while, say, Lord, the, uh, the war's over now. What if we hit one of these mines and happened? But yeah. anyway, it never happened, and we're yeah. very thankful that it didn't happen, but it could have happened. And it was right. just something that uh, it was my duty to be there. I was glad I could be a part. It was the end of the war. I never had any yeah. bad war experiences, you might say. Yeah. We did spend a year. We went up to China and done some mine sweeping in, based out of mm-hmm. Shanghai for about six months. So wow. I was able to see that part of the country. And uh, I say to people that, yes, it was a dangerous thing, but it was a, a real, uh, I guess, adventure for a young man like me right. who enjoyed it. But uh, mm-hmm. it, needless to say, after all that time and seeing that part of the country, as we headed back to the United States and uh, ready to be discharged and come home and start our life there was time and I was glad to be there and I was very thankful that I could come back very safely and uh, and had also provided uh, a duty for my country and like, like many thousands of other young men did and uh, so mm-hmm. but uh, I just wow. uh, and my goal I could picture after I went to work as a journeyman electrician and I worked mm-hmm. for a good shop and they paid me good money yeah. and there was no problem at all whatsoever I'd become one of his foremen and uh, it was a a larger company in Miami. That was a union company, by the way. And we, mm-hmm. uh, and I was very satisfied. But in the back of my mind, well, I, I will tell you, and when I was at sea out there, sometime down mm-hmm. in our quarters would be war- uh, this very hot down there because mm-hmm. trying to sleep. Then we had a little cot we'd take up on the deck, and I could, uh, I'd lay up there and draw like in script in my mind. Crawford Electric. <laughs> Is that right? And, really? Yeah, I see so you were dreaming you know, about it. You were dreaming down about like it. You that is fantastic. And if you see all of my cards, I don't guess I've ever give you one of my cards. Yeah. Anything, yeah. our trucks and all had that same script, uh, Crawford Electric <laughs> on it. Oh, so Bill, that's, my dream that's from fantastic. The, my dream sitting on, laying on deck of that minesweeper at night, resting yeah. some. My yeah. dream come true in Miami in uh, 1960 to be able to work towards that. And it was something that Amazing. I felt good about working towards. Uh, I always, I'm, I'm the kind of person that always looks towards you something yeah. I can work to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, and it sounds like you cast out that. Yeah, you you dreamt about it. You're sitting there below deck, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, and you 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 dreamt about it, and you worked to actualize yeah. it and and, <laughs> and, and make it happen. There, and, you know, anything you can never find anything in your files of back from Crawford Electric in there. Must be something up there somewhere, but anyway, you'd see that same script on everything, Crawford Electric. But anyway, that was just a side story. But uh, Spencer, you know, I I, I go back now, and uh, we yeah. we've talked some, and I know I, I go back, and but I have to, my mind has to travel back, and as I would go through, and we were very successful. I done all yeah. the fairground work, I got the contract for that, and we had that for uh, about twenty five years. We done all the mm-hmm. shows uh, that come into the fairground. That was a good one, and we done a lot of. Uh, I didn't go for the large federal jobs. It just seemed like I didn't want them. We'd done a lot of maintenance and work on Miami Beach and different places, Carl Gables and the different homes. But uh, anyway, what I was going to tell you, Spencer, is 
uh, I don't guess that uh, time didn't go by as I was being successful, and we began to make some money after. But you know, it takes about two or three years where you sure. begin to pay yeah. off your first expenses, right? Right. Put some away, and I was sitting and talked to Barbara. We'd have some talks about it. We were beginning to accumulate some, and we got a. I built a nice building for my company and uh, nice trucks and good good people to work for. But in my mind, and I like to always say this, and I would say it when I talk to people about the foundation. You know, all of this started, Spencer, back in 41, 42, Mm -hmm. when I was offered a chance to go to school. Mm -hmm. And for a simple little fee like $25, now you wouldn't think, we wouldn't think that was anything. We would spend that for lunch, maybe, you know, I'd say. Right. Back in those days, $25 was a lot of money. It's a lot of money. My mother did not have the money to pay that. And some very generous electrical contractors, which, by the way, I, um, uh, met one of them later when I come back was in business. He was older and retired. But he was one of the men, Graham Electric in Miami, that had put money into this fund to provide money for the people that could not pay for these things that they need to pay for. Like, so, like a my, scholarship in a way. Yes, right? that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. And as wow. I talked to the people about the foundation, I always tried to use this because I told them right. I could look back in my very successful business, which was very good, very generous for me. And very good to my family. I had a nice life with my family because, mm-hmm. and all that was because some contractors was able to put twenty-five or fifty dollars up towards my my future. Right. And I, that's the reason I was so. Uh, I just worked so hard on the foundation. I just passed that on down and was able to do that. But I never forgot that help that I got and how I learned those different things. And uh, it was funny those. And boot camp by those people who couldn't understand how a young man like me knew all those terms like, you know, Ohm's Law and circuiting and the boats and amps and all that. The, what right. they didn't know, Spencer, is I didn't know a lot about doing the work, but I knew the, the uh, terminology of it. Yeah, you're, you're paying attention to, uh, yeah. to Richard, Richard, Richard Kenfield yeah. there but in, in high school, your high school teacher that you mentioned. Yeah. Great. Wow. But it was just, wow. uh, it was just, it's been my look back over my life as I'm in my last years of my life and, uh, yeah. I just think it, everything worked good for me. Uh, we mm-hmm. were very thankful that the good Lord uh, provided us a good mind and a good, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I had a, married a good lady. Uh, we, we've mm-hmm. married 66 years now, so it's a Amazing. long wow. time and, uh, we had just had, uh, I don't know, I just, I just like to talk about it because I can review back yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Step by step, and I can see that if I could do anything, and that was the reason the foundation, when I called me up then to ask me to mm-hmm. sit down, let's start that, which we did, and uh, I, I could get out and start. We didn't have any money, and I could. I said, I could, we got the approval from IRS now. What kind of money do we have? He said, we don't have a red penny. <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to get busy. So I was able to real fast run around the country, and people yeah. I knew, and we got $100,000 yeah. into it. Within just, uh, several months, uh, but uh, and you, you traveled. You traveled around the country. Yeah, you traveled yeah. around the country, and you're a real strong spokesperson for for the cause. And, and, and I'd uh, always get. Yeah. I, I picked up a note in my some my paperwork. I found. I don't know. Do you know? You know David down at the Cincinnati chapter. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Tim yeah. uh, was his. Tim Clare was the president, mm-hmm. and yeah. he wrote a note back to me after I talked to him, and he says, I'll read it real fast, and in my time, maybe run that, yeah. but I want to share this with you. No, no, it's please. important. He said, uh, he went on to say, thank me for coming up and so forth, but he said, uh, because your assistance and fundraising approach 
I was able to make a contribution. While it's up to me now, the initial results would not have been possible without your support and simple approach to communicating why this cause should be funded. Mm-hmm. And that was my very, I would call it my testimony, or you might say, or I guess that would be a good yeah. word for it, that I can say this is what happened to me. Now let's yeah. raise some money and maybe there's some more boys out there that needs a little help, and we can give it to them in a scholarship, and we can have some people many years on down the road uh, be successful and turn out. And that's what that's what really uh, fueled me to keep going. Right, right. I love you, you got the op- yeah, yeah. You you received that opportunity as as a young a young man growing up mm-hmm. there in, in Miami. Twenty five dollar scholarship. Yeah, it all started right yeah, there. No? Just a very simple yeah. twenty five, and they pay the twenty five every quarter, and uh, yeah. they'd buy the little tools for us and the old uh, yeah. things like that, and a little code book and you know our tool pouch. Oh, I thought I was something else wearing that tool pouch around in that big room up there where we'd wire up different things and then. Uh, Take them out and uh, pull wire and cut wire. See, I know you didn't know anything about wire, any, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. It's amperage. Right. But they taught it to us. They done a good job. They taught us blueprint reading, how mm-hmm. we could sit down and draw out circuits on a blueprint, on a set of plans, and read right. a set of plans and tell what the architect was trying to say to us on plan. They taught us all that, and it all come back to me. And I just am so very thankful that it happened to me. I was able to have that opportunity. I might say it that way. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, Bill, it's it's, it's very clear, and and uh, you've you've lived a life of curiosity and mm-hmm. gratitude. You 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 embody gratitude and understanding of it. That we're we're all on borrowed time on yeah, this planet, yeah, right? right? And and yeah. uh, and and to make the best of every every living moment, and um, and to appreciate what we've had, and. Uh, Hopefully we have the strength to be able to then get through and the challenges and, and the things that are in front of us. Um, and you've 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 come so far, uh, yeah. and, and you've 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 affected so many people yeah. with that same positive message that it's the 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 IEC Foundation that that you're talking about from that that one personal story in which then you've gotten so many people involved, yeah. thousands of people you've affected their lives yeah. um, through. Everything that the IEC Foundation has done to be able to give back, to grow the industry, and roll out the carpet for people that also are in a position of need to be able to enter into a trade that have similar curiosity that that you had as a young yeah. young man growing up, and uh, just you know can't can't thank you enough for for everything that you've done. And this uh, very letter that I got, I'm sure that yeah. a lot of other people thought the same way. I would hope that it would be, but I. Have a, yeah. uh, a treasured this letter where he wrote me the, the few words that I said caused him to be able to spend some, put some money in the foundation. And, but yep. uh, it's yep. just uh, hmm. uh, a good life, uh, Spencer, and I, I yeah. just really enjoy uh, electricity. Has been my thing, and uh, I know my mother said, "Oh, Bill, oh, I don't know about that. You want to work as a." Electricity, mm-hmm. you know, electricity is bad. It can kill you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like what a mother would say, right? Yeah, she would say that to me. And, she'd be, and I'd go off to work. In the, they would write, oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, they would let us work yeah. in the summertime. It's okay. just helpers, gophers, you might say, you know. Oh, okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but wow. anyway, Spencer, she, every morning when I'd go to work, she'd make my lunch for me. And she'd say, now, Bill, be, Billy, be careful today now. Don't, don't, but, you know, as a helper, you would not be exposed to any experience. Anyway, sure. things like it. Right. But as years went on into the journeyman time, you were, and I never would forget my mother saying, "Be careful now, Bill. You know that's dangerous." 
Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. great. That's great. I hope, Spencer, that our talk has been what you expected. I'm, I've tried to share with you. I could just talk on and on and on, but I, yeah, I tried right. to share with you how mine started from a dream from myself and how some people helped me with it and how mm-hmm. I began to move on with that down and go out and serve my country using what information it was taught me mm-hmm. and come back and apply myself and study and get my exam and form a company which for, uh, you know, for the 40 years we served the community good and it paid us good and we mm-hmm. were able to, uh, it was very satisfying to me to see that we could uh, serve the Miami area uh, and for mm-hmm. these 40 years and be a successful company. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm I'm curious, Bill, too, if you could sh- share a little bit of of your wisdom from from your experiences to to uh, you know a younger audience that that might be out there of, of um, a life lesson or two to impart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you've yeah. again you've lived a very successful, fulfilled life and continue to each and every day. Um, but what's what's your secret? What's your secret? What what would you impart to? the knowledge to a, a young person listening today? Well, I tell you, I, I, I'm glad you asked me that, Spencer, because a lot of people ask uh, me when I talk about telling Barbara and I find out they mm-hmm. find we've been married all these years. You know, they 66 say, years, yeah. They yeah. say, Bill, how in the world did you do it? And, uh, mm-hmm. oh, I'll make a joke or two about the thing, and I say, well, uh, I don't know how she put up with me all these years, but I'll make a joke. But anyway, I will always say to them, they'll say, what is the key to this thing? I yeah. said, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> and keep your eyes. You can do it, Bill. You can you can do it, Bill. And uh, yeah. that's what uh, the instructors would told us, Bill. Don't bring, you remember I told you the chief yeah. down in the engine room told me stand yeah. in front of all that equipment. You can do it, Bill. And yeah. if you if you'll have that kind of attitude, especially yeah. I think if anybody could have that attitude, it will. It's bound to pay off. It has paid off for me. And it will pay off for anybody. I was, that's, that's I'm not a, a big, uh, an exceptional person. I'm just an average man. Yeah. Well, I think you're being modest there. I think you're, I think you're, you're, you're extraordinary, sir. You, you, you've, um, been a blessing to, to have in this IEC community, a blessing to have as, as, uh, a, a leader, um, and a visionary. And, and really, in, in going back to, to Tim Clear's letter too, it's, it's, um, you ignite people. Your positive energy. You really you you tell it how it is, and and mm-hmm. but people feel that that energy and that authenticity, and it gets them to stop for a sec, think, feel, and then choose to act. Yeah. And and you've given individuals that opportunity, and and uh, that has has helped them create a a windfall of of tremendous success throughout the entire electrical industry as a whole. Well, and we hope in the future, now David wants me to come up, he said, Bill, yeah. <clears throat> you know you got 20-something thousand dollars, but he said, these people could give more, and he said, now I want you to come up and tell your story, and yeah. and I don't use a lot of big uh, pictures and all that thing, I just sit yeah. and talk to them, and I have time that they ask me questions and I can answer them for them, but he told me the other day when he talked to me on the phone, he said, Bill, I want you to come and do what you've done before and talk to us, mm-hmm. he said, we want to be a more of a financial party and get more and raise it, get our foundation more funded. And uh, I think yeah. the foundation is doing good now, but I'm sure that the contractors would, uh, you know, would like to be, could be a more part of it, and hopefully yeah. they would, and we could be a little part of that. That would be good. But uh, it's it's yeah. been a it's been a good life for us, uh, Tim. It's really, it, it That's has. Terrific. That's and, uh, terrific. That's terrific. Well, and you, I, li- I like your mantra there. You can do it. 
because that yeah. that that's right. It, it, in, in because that's and that's a lot of what Merrick shop uh-huh. the Merrick shop philosophy is about, isn't it? And that's a lot about what our country was founded upon is that opportunity to be able to do it. Yeah. And if you believe in yourself and you're you're cautious and you you know you 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 know your your limitations, you know who you are as a whole person, but you know that you can do it. Yeah. And who's gonna, who's gonna nobody else gonna do it for you? No. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anybody can have that positive, and I know. Yeah. Our positive thinking. You know, we've all yeah, yeah. studied yeah. and had the different courses to talk about that, and it is there if you'll just make it uh, make it happen. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. But, uh, well, well, Bill, what do you do for fun these days? How how you uh, spend your time? If you're loving the bride there in in uh, Florida, besides when you're. Jetting over to IEC events throughout the country, or, or yeah. heading up to the, the great city of Cincinnati. Well, we had uh, we had a home in the mountains for a while. We uh, uh-huh. three years ago we got rid of that. We were in the Smoky Mountains in the Carolinas, and uh, oh wow, do that. Beautiful. But we had to spend some time in the summers up there. But Tim, uh, right here now we live in a gated community here in Jacksonville, and uh, we uh, I play golf once a week with some people, mm-hmm. and uh, if the weather's good for us and everything, but that. Uh, Walk around. We live around a lake. Is it all right? I walk every night I can, unless the weather's bad or something. And I keep that up as I get older. I know you can sit over here and say I can't do this, I can't do that. But that's so made me feel good, and I keep going. And just my my health has got some things that older people. I don't use that term of old man. I use older mm-hmm. people. You know, it sounds better. Because <laughs> 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 I tell you, Tim, if you say that, if you're talking to a group and you say something about an old man. Well, they know what you're talking about then, but if you say older people, uh, I'm an I'm an older person, and they might say in their mind, older from, older from who? <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell them anything, see. So I've learned it. But anyway, we have uh, we do things, and we go to we enjoy our church. We've always been church going people, and we enjoy uh, the Christian life and uh, doing things together. But. Uh, Things like that, and we're not doing a lot of traveling now. But I, I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed my trip with Ike, and I look forward to making some other trips. And if, maybe if some of these other chapters like to have me come down sometime and talk to him, I'd be glad to fly over there and do that and for him. And uh, maybe the opportunities will turn up. I was surprised when David found me. He said he heard that I was in Indianapolis. He'd been trying to find me. He mm-hmm. found me that day at the golf tournament over there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yes, sir, you played over there, didn't you? Um, I did not play this year. No, no, I I, uh, I had other duties there at the convention this year. Well, he came yeah. and he said, "Bill, I've been looking for you. Said I want you to come, but yeah, I'll call you." So sure enough, he called last week. But mm-hmm. I was going to tell you that <clears throat> each year when I go, Tom Alexander from down mm-hmm. at the yeah. one of the foundation, he and the yeah. Denier boys, they are long hitters. I mean, they can knock the ball. Oh around. yeah, and yes. I I can put very good. So they use me as a putter, but. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't know if it's being recorded or not, but uh, mm-hmm. we are uh, we were out there playing, and uh, I'd made several putts, and we got one. They knocked it right up on the side of the green, and we got up there and found it, it was about at least the clock could be fifteen mm-hmm. foot, twelve, fifteen foot across to the putt, yeah, and we needed yeah. that birdie. So they said, "Bill, get up and try it." I said, "No, I'm gonna let y'all putt first, and I'm gonna be the last one." And I that ball went in there just like it. <laughs> and, but we we did win the tournament. But uh, we were glad of that. But uh, and I do things like that, uh, Spencer. I can sit back and say, oh, I don't feel like it, everything. But uh, I just try to keep moving and doing things. And we know that uh, there are limitations on certain things. But uh, we uh, 
We just enjoy our last, our, I don't even want to say it that way. We enjoy yeah. our, uh, our older retirement years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That, that in the Zika would be, I guess, uh, most anybody from my era, uh, Spencer, would be, uh, we, we knew the hard times. Mm-hmm. And you know, back if I used my example, my mother didn't even have $25 to give me to get mm-hmm. enrolled in that school. Like, right, it, right. It was hard times. But the war had come along and things were being better. And uh, thankfully the war got over with and, uh, and things are going good now. I know you are right up there in the middle yeah. of a lot of the political going-ons. And uh, yeah. it seems that everything is going fine. And we got a good country we live in. And uh, very thankful right. for that. And I'll yeah. tell you, if you travel like I did, I was just, before I was even 20, I'd traveled, I guess, halfway around the world. And, uh, mm-hmm. and China and all up and down, I don't know as I'd ever made it to that. We do sponsor a medical missionary boat on the Amazon. We come up here and got in with a uh, missionary down there that needed the, the funds to buy him a boat to bring doctors down. And so we were able to do that for him. And we've been doing that for 15 years now. Uh, we go to Mayo here. We have a Mayo here in Jacksonville. And mm-hmm. I'd like to say last year, but my doctor, me talking everything, we took six doctors back on our boat. We got a 60-foot boat. Uh, really? Oh, it's a nice one. It's a metal flat bottom. It can go uh-huh. back in there. We take go off the Amazon into yeah. the tributaries back in the jungle back in there. No and kidding. And they all went, and they want to do go next year some more people and maybe do some research. We go where people don't go. We go mm-hmm. where the Brazilian government. Yeah. They, they get no medical help. We take. We got two dental chairs on there, and we pull bad wow. teeth and things like that and provide uh of medical assistance, the women is uh, seems to be there's a lot of a lot of babies you know having this wicked. Uh, the yeah. babies don't make it sometimes certain diseases from the jungle, but we're able to we've been able to been excited about that, and that's been one that we've always uh, enjoyed it. And uh, we have a college. My brother's a missionary over in uh, old Burma, which is we mm-hmm. call it Burma, and that's called right. the country of Myanmar. Mm-hmm. And we furnished the funds for him to build a small college there. Really? That was the year they uh, they awarded me the humanitarian award. I think it was uh, uh, it was two 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 oh four. I think it was for hey, us, our work in the wow. uh, in Myanmar and Burma. So we yeah. we enjoy that. That gives us some. Tim, we say that some of the uh, some of the dollars we made in the electrical thing, maybe we can give it back in some things like that and uh, do some good with that money we made. And that's what we we are very thankful that we can do that. We don't. Sit around and talk about it a lot, but uh, mm-hmm. in our own mind, we feel real good about what we do then. So, no, absolutely. Uh, next time absolutely. I see you, I'll show you my pictures of my boat in my college, and we just have a lot of fun with it. I'd love to see that. I'd love yeah. to see that, Bill. Yeah, and yes. and, and yeah. Again, it, I'm, I'm my jaw is uh, is on the floor. I I, I wasn't aware of, of uh, all your all your overseas work as well, and just yeah. you just. You, you never cease to amaze, and, and I think that again is, is something that really makes you special and, and an inspiration to us all. Yeah, well, so, we, thank you. What we want to do is, Ike said that maybe next time it, uh, we can, I can come up there. I tell you, if he, he takes you on that boat. I mean, tell you, that's a, it was a forty-two foot luxury mm-hmm. uh, yacht, and I mean, we had a nice day out there, and just uh, we just a beautiful day over there. And he, the man wants me to come back, and I think I'm going to. See if I can have him come down to Keys one time, and we'll chart our boat down there and go fishing out there with him. But uh, we just Make had a happen. great time with him. But uh, 
Anyway, Spencer, I think I'm hearing some good things about your leadership in IEC then. I know we all appreciate that. And, uh, I appreciate I appreciate that, sir. Yeah, it's uh, we've we've all got a part in this uh, in this association in this industry, and and um, we take it seriously uh, yeah. as, as you've shared um, throughout your life, and and continue to then bless us with everything that that you've done for IEC and and for the electrical industry as a whole. And uh, and I'm I'm honored to be able to have a similar opportunity and try to do everything that I can do um, yeah. from this chair and and. Uh, Years past and the years ahead. So I guess in our talking, I didn't cover. I was mm-hmm. trying to cover more of my life and apprenticeship and electrical yeah. now. But uh, I started. And I've heard about my was a union shop, uh, Tim, till nineteen seventy-five, right. and then mm-hmm. I don't know things changed. From uh, fifteen years, it was good, and all of a sudden, some days you wondered who owned the company, you or them, whatever it was. So right. I, I, I did not resign that year, and I went until up around. Uh, 98, 99, that's when I read about, I didn't even know anything about IEC. I happened to pick up mm-hmm. a faith magazine and yeah, yeah. I called Ike and when I, he said, well, come out to Phoenix and we're having a convention. He said, come on yes. over and tell you about it. And I come back and got me 10 of my top contractors in Miami and we sit down and next thing you know, we formed a chapter in Miami in the second year. We were the chapter of the year, uh, uh, for the IEC. And so we've done some good things there with our chapter and, uh, uh, was glad to, to make uh, be acquainted with IEC. I didn't know one one thing about them until I read about them in the magazine. Great! Wow! Wow! That's 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 fantastic. And, and uh, gosh, it's I mean, yeah. When you when you count the years, it's just been a, a tremendous journey across the board. Forty years of your your career. I've been happily married for sixty six years, and <laughs> you know, and heavily involved with an IEC for. For a couple of decades there too, and and um, yeah, ninety-eight. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, amazing, amazing. I, I don't mean I mean ninety-eight. Uh, yeah, it was uh, not around that time. I guess it was yeah. maybe ninety, But yeah. uh, it's mm-hmm. been it's been good, uh, Tim uh, Spencer. Yeah. I keep yeah. uh, I got in front of me that name, Tim. Oh no, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, Spencer, it's been good, and uh, I'm glad that you uh, called me, and I'm glad that I could help you. Be a part of that. It made me feel good just just talking about it again. <laughs> it does. It does. It's 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 terrific. And and um, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll continue the conversation. We'll continue to fight the good fight together, Bill. Okay. How's things? Did uh, everybody enjoy the convention? Oh yes, we had a wonderful convention here in Indianapolis uh, last month. Um, yeah, the, the industry is is strong. Economy is strong. Our chapters are growing. Our membership is growing. Our apprenticeship levels have nearly doubled over the last five years. So things are, are headed in the right direction across uh, the board, sir. Uh, well, I guess the uh, and I guess the uh, suppliers are, are seems like that they're helping the foundation somewhat. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the foundation is is thriving. Um, our friend you, met, you mentioned, Tom Alexander, who's our chair over at the foundation, is uh, yeah. doing a a yeoman's job at, at uh, leading the, the good fight over there, um, and we've really worked to engage our suppliers and, and industry partners um, on, on both sides of the, the association and, and on the foundation to become more involved in helping to serve the mission that, that we are we are uh, working on each and every day. And I think just like we say that the con- the contractors, when the foundation first came up, I, I understand that a lot of them didn't quite understand what. What it was all about, and uh, and I didn't expect them to start pouring out big money, but I knew this. I knew the contractors around the country that uh, that I could get some money from, and 
I would get like ten thousand dollars. I'd fly to talk to them and come come back, or they'd mail a check. So we were able to get that first hundred out of them. And I think that if the suppliers were more aware, and they are now, but they weren't back then. But I think now that they are, and they're doing their part, and that just shows you that uh, we sometimes we wonder why somebody mm-hmm. didn't do something. Well, maybe they didn't quite understand what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. people like us is to try to explain to them. And my way is that I have my own way, and maybe somebody else will have another way of showing them with a lot of charts and a lot of things on the wall. Mine is just my simple story. I think it, it gets the attention of people just like it did uh, Timothy here. But uh, we... Uh, but the, but the industry partners, I th- I think they would, they just as they understand, they will they can be a partner. I know that everybody's wanting to get money from the industry. We have to understand that they can't give us all of it, but they can be a part of it. Partner, I think they want to. You bet, absolutely. I think it's it's seen as an investment in, yeah. into the the future of the industry and the future success of everything that we're working yeah. towards. So, mm-hmm. partners, contractors, everybody involved, all of our chapters. There's there's uh. Yeah, from 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 the vision that you worked to set forth on this foundation years back, then there's there's clarity and we're going in the right direction. I walk around Expo. I like that's the reason I always like to stay at Expo, and then I try to come on home from after that. But I don't stay all the way through. But uh, uh, I tell them, you know, a little bit about uh, the background, and they they're glad to talk to you and find out about talk to somebody from the foundation. I find that they all very open. You know, they're just very open. Let me tell you, uh, Spencer, before I forget about it, after the keynote speakers were over, uh-huh. you'll enjoy this story. Yeah. Uh, I got, I, you know, she said all the veterans stand up, if you remember, and I said, a lot of, I guess there's quite a few people stood up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, after the crowd got over and I noticed there's three or four people talking to uh, Amy Kay up front, and mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, I'm just going to mosey my way up there. If she's available, I'd like to introduce myself to her and mm-hmm. talk to her and so I got up there, and sure enough, the last one walked away, and she's standing right there. <clears throat> I told her my name. I said, well, Amy, I said, when you had us, one of the veterans stand up, I said, I'm one of them. And uh, she said, oh, is that right? I said, what war is that? And I told her, she said, oh, my goodness. See, I'd reached out to shake hands with her. She was standing up on that little yeah. thing. Yeah. And she was reaching, and she said, World War II? What are you talking about? I and I said, yeah. She <laughs> said, oh, my goodness. She said, you're not... You're not shaking my hand. I'm getting down here and hugging your neck, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's terrific. Anyway, she wow. said, and I, I couldn't hardly believe this. She said, you know, I've, I've never met anybody from World War II and talked to them. Really? Said, Tell me about wow. it a little bit. And yeah. I thought, maybe, you know, people like that ain't hurry to get going. And I said, well, she said, where'd you serve? And I told them a little story about that and being part of the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes to hear that, you know. Yeah. And, uh, they, and she said, oh, I just can't believe. She said, oh, I'm so glad you come up here and talk to him. And we just had a good time talking, and uh, she said, oh, she hugged my neck again and said, oh, I hope I see you around somewhere. But anyway, I looked around, and I think she had somebody taping us up uh, there mm-hmm. because there was a man standing there with a with a camera and things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She didn't say anything about it. Maybe she was going to make a podcast, and maybe someday she'll – I don't mm-hmm. reckon they'll use names or anything, but she uh, she she just couldn't get over meeting somebody like me. You know? Wow. And I was glad that wow. I walked up there. Well, that's, I that's she done a real good job, didn't she? Didn't you? She did. She did. She did a fantastic job. But but again, Bill, back, back to the that the, the excitement that people feel in your presence, sir, is is uh, tremendous. So she she was able to then share that with you and and uh, 
I think, yeah, you, you've, you've got a lot of modesty in, in, um, in who you are because you, you just exude that, that positive energy, and, and um, it's, it's infectious. Sometimes you see a reminder of the, uh, of the man that come up there and talk to about World War II. Will do. Will <laughs> do. You ever, do you ever, would you ever use her again, you think, or something, maybe? Oh, she was fantastic, yeah, um, and, and actually did a conversation with her uh, following our convention uh, on this podcast series as well. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, great feedback, great insights um, for, for business owners, and, and again, it's the, the type of really thought leadership that we try to promote at IEC to be able to help mm-hmm. each one of our members, each each individual that's part of IEC, mm-hmm. further them along their path to, to uh, reach all their dreams. Well, the reason I walked Great. up there, really, because when I was talking to the chapters, it, 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 when I got through talking, I would like to be able to shake hands and meet them. What, what I used to do, you know Jeff Heidecker for down at Denier? Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, anyway, he yeah, he he went with me a time, too. He said, Bill, now I can't get up there and do that talking. He said, I'll do the paperwork. So uh, what I would say to the group, uh, now listen, I know I haven't met all of you, but uh, I want to be sure that I'll be back then. I want to shake hands and meet all of you. When you go out, well, Jeff would be standing there with these little uh, slips we had to let them fill out if they wanted to. And I found some copies of those, and I'm going to leave one with David up there. It's a, it's a nice little thing that they can make out of it. They can contribute so much a month, see. We had it made up nice, very nice, where they, they could uh, fill it in. But anyway, I'd had a lot of fun, and I always, but I liked meeting everybody. I'd been talking to them. I met some of them, but... Before I left, I would like to really have shake hands with everybody there, you know, and that's what mm-hmm. I tried to do. And well, uh, we'll we'll do that. We'll do that next time we're together. I, do, I don't know now. Before they didn't want us talking to the contractor much, and I don't know what the thinking is on that right now. But uh, anyway, if they, uh, David had said he wanted to see if he could inspire his people, to, he said, "Really, I just want them to hear you talk some." And said the process said, "I'm going to see if I can inspire them to." To give a little bit. He told me the other day he's going to be retiring next year. Mm-hmm. That's correct. That's but I correct. think he, I think he said his son's going to be taking over. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. There will be another Hittinger um, taking taking the reins there. So mm-hmm. it's great. It's great. Well, well, Bill, I want to thank you again for taking your time to okay. share your story with us today. Um, I want to thank you also for your service to our country, to IEC, to your community, and, and to the entire industry. You're you're a true inspiration. I'm a true leader, and I, I mean that very, very sincerely and very deeply. You've you've, uh, you've done so much. We wouldn't be able to be here as an industry and as an association and a foundation without you, your leadership, your charisma and spark, and um, and and everything that you've shared with us. So thank you, Spencer. I'm glad that I could be a part of it. I'm glad you I felt that way to, to call me Nashville. I, I felt yeah. like it was a real uh, opportunity to me and a uh, uh, real. Uh, privilege to, to be able to share this, some things with you. Well, and thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org, the iec-foundation.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on the path to achieve your dreams.